Hello, free thinkers. I'm Mickey Z, and I welcome you to Post Woke, the New York City-based podcast where we practice intellectual self-defense. For the past three and a half years, a fair amount of people have become voluntary enforcers of the COVID narrative. They're like an unpaid public relations team. So you know what this means, right? Yeah, 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 that they're stupid, weak-minded, sheep. No, no, no. What it means is that you and I are capable, very much capable of similar behavior because we're all human and we're all targeted by manipulation 24-7. Now, you may mock those who believe the pandemic lies and call them sheep, but why are you so certain that you don't also have deadly blind spots? For example, do you vociferously support the economic system that made the COVID fiasco possible? Are you a capitalist sheep? Well, I assume I have your attention now, and I have a lot more to say on this concept right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, Mickey Z here. And as many of you already know, for nearly seven years, I've been running a one-man program to help homeless women on the streets of New York. And you could check the show notes for a link that explains it in more detail. Um, I am also looking to expand this program, and I'm starting to do that in small steps now. And I want to help more people in bigger ways in addition to the homeless women. And basically, to put it simply, I want to try and facilitate miracles on the streets. And I'm there is another link in the show notes that you can check out to learn a little bit more about that. So I'm going to just leave you guys to... Click on those links, learn more, and follow your heart because I need your financial support and I need you to share the links in order to keep this going and growing. So I thank you in advance and let's get back to the show. For as long as I've been writing, giving public talks, podcasting, and all that, I have offered informed critiques of capitalism. For as long as I've been offering informed critiques of capitalism, I get replies like this. I suppose you think socialism is the answer. The paucity of imagination never ceases to disappoint me. Breaking news, one can challenge capitalism, both its theoretical and practical versions, without being a fan of Castro or Lenin. And side note to all of those in the medical freedom movement, your frequent misuse of the words communism and Marxism does not serve you well. Anyway, Let me offer a few snippets from stuff I've written about capitalism over the years and decades. Capitalism is an economic system based on perpetual growth and the relentless exploitation of what we've come to call natural resources. Resources, however, are finite. They cannot and will not be replicated in a laboratory by transhumanists. Exploiting, poisoning, and consuming the ecosystem alters the delicate and symbiotic balance of the natural world, which only leads to further devastation of our shared land base. By definition, such an approach is unsustainable and thus anti-life. 
to gain access to and control of these resources, capitalism requires brutal, sustained military interventions or the threat thereof. Military interventions, or the threat thereof, lead to wars, war crimes, the propping up of authoritarian regimes, poverty and repression, environmental devastation, and eventually corporate dominion over the resources. Capitalism has resulted in a toxic, poisoned, and clear-cut planet ravaged by unremitting war, disease, inequality, repression, incarceration, and discrimination. If the United States is the world's shining light of free market capitalism, why then are most of its citizens left with no choice but to make desperate and usually inept attempts to defend human, environmental, civil, and animal rights? Capitalism, in its predatory pursuit of profit, requires humans to dominate humans and humans to dominate the landscape until there is nothing left. Capitalism requires constant consumption. Hence, humans are reprogrammed into compliant, ill-informed pawns. Pervasive propaganda and public relations keep consumers consuming, workers working, and repressors repressing, thus explaining why middle-class cops pepper spray protesters instead of joining up with them. To question capitalism is not the same as endorsing any other current ism. To blindly accept capitalism is to ignore the reality that what we call capitalism survives due to the socializing of corporate costs and the privatizing of corporate profits. To question capitalism is to look beyond the next fiscal quarter, beyond national boundaries, and beyond corporate propaganda. To blindly accept capitalism is to pretend that technology is neutral, humans can control nature, and the playing field is level. To question capitalism is to have a new vision for the future that extends well beyond today's closing bell on Wall Street. To blindly accept capitalism is to prize shareholders over solidarity and commodities over communities. To question capitalism is to recognize that we can have prosperity and abundance without surrendering compassion and cooperation. To blindly accept capitalism is to behave as if we are the last generation of humans. Critiquing capitalism does not make you an un-American, unpatriotic, communist, socialist, or Marxist. It makes you empathetic, open-minded, curious, and imaginative enough to say none of the above. Who knows how many better options can arise if we just expand our vision and stop viewing capitalism as our God. I say we find out. I'll be back with some closing thoughts after one more word from our sponsor. Hey, Mickey Z here. I trust you're enjoying this episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to request that you seriously consider becoming a paid subscriber to Post Woke, because Post Woke is more than this podcast, which is a weekly podcast with crucial, important conversations with crucial and important guests. Post Woke is also a Substack 
on which I post on a daily basis. I'm talking about written posts. And I, first and foremost, I am a writer. I have 12 books out and I have been writing for many decades. And so you are getting quality content at least once a day, all for $5 a month. And no matter what you decide, you can become a free subscriber if you choose. I ask you to please share the link and spread the word. And while you're at it, check the show notes for information on how to order the post-woke t-shirt. It is a completely cool, kick-ass shirt, and you could show the world what your favorite podcast and Substack is. So I thank you in advance for your support. Again, I urge you to spread the word, and let's get back to the show. In the second half of this episode, I'm going to share with you something I wrote about two decades ago, and I even got to read it at the Bowery Poetry Club once. Now, this kind of freestyle poem does include some statistics that I just left in. Um, Obviously, some of the things have changed, but the reality, the general vibe of this poem has only gotten more stark. It is called Slavery, a Capitalist Parable. In the most remote regions of Brazil, slave labor is employed to cut down grand swaths of the precious rainforest to make room to grow eucalyptus, which is then burned by male slaves who exploit the body, mind, and spirit of female slaves forced into prostitution to make charcoal for the steel mills of Brazil, where the poorest of the poor toil for wages that do not sustain them so that steel can be shipped to a General Motors plant in Mexico. GM is the second largest employer south of the border. Mexico, where the poorest of the poor, suffer sweatshop conditions so these automobile parts can then be shipped to a GM plant in the U.S. Roughly 50% of what we call trade consists of business transactions between branches of the same multinational corporation. The U.S., where even the poorest of the poor, proudly take on imposing debt to possess a car made in the USA, so they can clog the highways that were paved over countless ecosystems, filling the air with noxious pollution as they make their way to the drive through window of an anti-union fast food restaurant that purchased the beef of slaughtered cattle that once grazed on land, cleared by male slaves who exploit the body, mind, and spirit of female slaves in the most remote regions of Brazil. I'll just make one note here. The second largest employer south of the border is no longer General Motors. It's Walmart. So, is this a socialist, communist, or Marxist poem? Is it an accurate snapshot of the nightmare we've collectively allowed because the powers that shouldn't be convinced us to accept anything as long as it's called capitalism? At some point, the parasites in charge stopped enforcing this decree the peons were doing it for them. Because this, my friends, is called thought policing. So if you want to live up to self-anointed titles like truther or free thinker, you must free your mind from thought policing. You must emancipate yourselves from mental slavery, as Marcus Garvey urged before adding, none but ourselves can free our mind. Or is it not allowed to take advice from a black nationalist and a racial separatist? If you have all these rules swirling around inside your cranium, you are most certainly not a free thinker, and you most certainly need to keep your guard up. (laughs) 